Your convocation speaker today is Mary Margaret Duncan, so Mrs. Duncan, to you. And um, given how the n number of fascinating things you have probably randomly learned about Mr. Duncan over the course of this school year, I think you would be very excited to hear from the wife of uh, Mr. Duncan because she's probably pretty fascinating as well. So if you would give a warm welcome to Mrs. Duncan. Good morning, everyone. Uh, I'm Mary Margaret, or Mrs. Duncan, as you all know, Mr. Duncan's wife, and probably more excitingly as Charles's mom. Um, <laughs> and today I just wanted to say a few words about uh, friendship, the role of being a friend, and the great grace that um, the Lord has worked through the good and holy friendships that he's placed uh, in my own life. Um, I was you know, somewhat in your guys' shoes. I was a freshman in high school when, through my uh, youth group at church, I was put into a Bible study. Um, you know, and so we go every week to our Bible study. I, you know, met these girls. We saw each other every week, and that was just kind of the end of it. We'd all go off to our separate schools, and, um, you know, that was just kind of that. And about two years kind of into this routine, we were all on a retreat together through our church, and we were playing a game together and we were like hey this is actually this is kind of fun like i like hanging out with these people and we not only realized that we like hanging out together but we did not have to hang out together only at youth group sanctioned events imagine that uh so we came home from that retreat and we decided to start organizing some game nights um so we you know just get together hang out have fun and that kind of was the beginning of what ended up blossoming into a really beautiful friendship and so two years later, at the end of high school, we were hanging out together all the time. Uh, we would drive up to the mountains to go hiking and um, camping. We went to each other's proms, even though we were from different schools. Um, we'd hang out and do homework together on weekdays and play games on the weekends. Um, you know, all those fun things that high school friendships bring. But when I look back, something that didn't really stand out to me at the time, but now I realize was incredibly foundational and really um, the Holy Spirit working in us to lay the foundation for the good holy friendships that they've grown into today, is that we were really committed to praying, not only for each other, um, which we definitely did, we prayed for each other, but you know, it grew into the rhythm of our friendship and the ways that we hung out that we would dedicate a few moments um, of our time together to the Lord. And so whether that was going to Mass together before we all went off to our respective high schools or uh, during Lent on Friday nights we'd get together to say uh, the Rosary. Um, we'd say Liturgy of the Hours, evening prayer and night prayer before or after we had you know, concluded hanging out together. Um, and it's just now looking back that I realize how important that was and then inviting God into our friendships has allowed them to blossom into um, the friendships they are today. You know, we all went off to college, we went to separate schools, and those same friends, uh, rather than those relationships growing weaker in the face of the distance that we now have between us, actually grew stronger because our root was in Christ and helping each other live um, live a life of virtue and truly learn how to live the Christian life. Um, so even today, uh, those same people are still um, my very good friends, uh, the people that I go to for support, for counsel, to ask for prayers, 
um, and just for fun, to enjoy the life that God has given us, to enjoy our beautiful state. Um, you know, we throw Christmas parties and epiphany parties and just enjoy the fellowship and companionship that comes from uh, living a life or attempting to live a life of virtue, a life in Christ, and doing that with other people who love you and ultimately want your good. Um, so my words today, I suppose, are just to encourage you. Um, you know, first of all, pray, pray for good friends, pray for friendship, because the Lord sees that desire in your heart, and he wants to give you good and holy friendships and people to walk with you um, as you grow closer to him and attempt to love and serve him more every day. And then when you do, you know, have those friendships, when you have your communities, just remember to take the time, uh, you know, just a few minutes here and there to remind yourselves of the ultimate purpose of your friendship, which is to serve God, uh, to love him and to allow him to work his love uh, in your life. And I just wanted to conclude with um, the words of St. Gregory Nazianzen. I hope I said that right. Mr. Duncan will know. Um, and if you don't know, uh, St. Gregory and St. Basil the Great are a famous pair of very holy friends, uh, so much so that the church actually celebrates um, their, their, uh, the feast of their sanctity on the same day, which is January 2nd, I believe. Um, and so the Office of Readings in the Liturgy of the Hours for that day is a beautiful homily that St. Gregory gives talking about his friendship with St. Basil. And this is just an excerpt. I would really encourage you all, if you have time today, um, to look it up and read the whole thing because it's, it's just a beautiful um, kind of remark on friendship in Christ. Uh, and I find it really encouraging in my own life as well. So he says, when in the course of time we acknowledged our friendship and recognized that our ambition was a life of true wisdom, we became everything to each other. We shared the same lodging, the same table, the same desires, the same goal. Our love for each other grew daily warmer and deeper. The same hope inspired us, the pursuit of learning. This is an ambition especially subject to envy, yet between us there was no envy. On the contrary, we made capital out of our rivalry. Our rivalry consisted not in seeking the first place for oneself, but in yielding it to the other. For we each looked on the other's success as his own. Our single object and ambition was virtue and a life of hope and the blessings that are to come. We wanted to withdraw from this world before we departed from it. With this end in view, we ordered our lives and all our actions. We followed the guidance of God's law and spurred each other on to virtue. If it is not too boastful to say, we found in each other a standard and rule for discerning right from wrong. Different men have different names, which they owe to their parents or to themselves, that is, to their own pursuits and achievements. But our great pursuit, the great name we wanted, was to be called Christians. Praise be Jesus Christ. Now and forever.